Hey, how's it going, Champagne Sharks? Hope everyone's doing well. Just wanted to uh, do some quick house cleaning, let people know. Go to ChampagneSharks.com and you get access to all the links related to Champagne Sharks. You can go there and find it all. And you can find where we are on social media, our products, all that stuff. Also, Patreon benefits, which includes Discord server, book club night, movie night discussions, show notes, newsletter, and most importantly, bonus episodes. So definitely become a patron for $5 a month at patreon.com forward slash champagne sharks. And without further ado, here is the episode. Take care. One of the things that we're talking about is this uh, with this dating and the mesh of real life dating and online. And I was, I was just telling Vita, this is Kenny, of course. Oh, yeah, we should probably introduce ourselves. Yeah, I'm this, Vita. this is Kenny, um, Champagne Sharks, you know. Uh, <laughs> and I was just telling Vita offline about, I was talking to a woman online about dating. And she was talking about, I think she's 31. And she said that she's gotten dudes DMing her asking if she smoked. Now, this is the, and I'm talking about weed. Now, this is the thing. And I told her, I said, you know, to the, I was just telling Vita to the, you know, somebody who doesn't pay attention to these things, they might think, man, I don't, that, that's a lie. That don't make sense. But I know for a fact it's true because this girl or this woman that I was, you know, talking to for a little while, she told me like dudes really do DM her. And that's their, their, I guess, way to open a conversation up is asking if you smoke weed. And that's interesting. It's weird. That's what it is. Well, and- I mean, it just seems so weird. Unless it was in context. You see what I'm saying? Like some no. things make sense if we were it was I on the timeline talking no. about we nope. was it in my Snapchat? Nope. Like what nope. would bring on, hey, do you smoke? Like that's not a smoking weed has become a personality trait to a lot of dudes. Mm. It's become a personality trait. Asking if you want to smoke and go get Chick-fil-A. I'm I'm not making this up. I saw she screenshotted and showed it to me. Mm. And I say, wait, he asked you if you want to smoke and go get Chick-fil-A? I'm like, what okay, so then what? Y'all, so y'all both high. Y'all both ate some food then. Were y'all supposed to go home and fuck or what? I don't understand what, what comes well, I mean, after that. That's not like a great day to me, but that's... <laughs> <laughs> I love to smoke them. I bring weed to my dates. Um, But I feel like... Well, not the Chick-fil-A part. Like, that's kind of weird. If you're going to DM me... this is So this is one of the things I've told people. Now don't DM me. I'm taken. But, um, you know, if you... I don't date guys on social media, really. I think I went on a date with one guy ever. And it was okay. Like, it was... It was okay. He was definitely trying to smash and he lived really far. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't. <laughs> you trying to smash um, and go home. <laughs> he, man, it wasn't going to happen. But um, <clears throat> he, uh, you know, in general, though, if, if, if anybody's in my DM, male, female, whoever, don't just be in my DM talking about some hey. Don't be it. Like, don't. If there are these guys that come in my DMs and they try to hit on me, like, all that shit's a turn off for me. And I think I've told you guys this on the podcast before. I'm just not one of those girls. I don't like being hit on. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. It makes me uncomfortable. It makes me nervous. I don't like being hit on. I'm not saying I don't like a compliment. I don't like a friendly gesture. Of course, everybody likes a compliment or a friendly gesture. But it's just the way guys hit on you. Like, don't mm-hmm. hit on me with... St- First of all, I don't come... Unless I've talked about smoking, don't talk to me about smoking. Like, that's right, just weird. Right, right. In fact, anything I haven't talked about is probably a bad approach to begin with, you know, unless you're asking me a question. Guys who are going to get a lot further with me are guys who start a conversation. You just know what talking, I mean? You're just talking. Yeah. Just like, because this is the thing. Just because you're talking to a woman does not mean you have to reach into your bag of tricks and figure out which way you're going to swindle her into going on a date with you. Like, it's dumb. Exactly. I've never done that before. <clears throat> that's how I met Vita. 
Yep. I was in your DM just asking you some questions, just chopping it up, talking shit. And yep. that's how I make friends with people, period, women specifically, because I don't have an agenda. You know what I'm saying? Now, and if it's a exactly girl that I'm interested is. in, if it's a female that I'm interested in, I'm still going to do the same thing. You and that's a good that's a good approach in general. And it's what I try yeah. to tell guys, you know, that's how you're going to really find out who the person is. You yep. can't just hop. And this is the thing. I think guys, they try to follow the list. And I call mm-hmm. it the list because it's the list of things that guys like to do to think they're going to impress a girl. The problem with the list is that they're generic. Yep. Bring flowers to a date. I told a guy, um, I don't know if he listens. Shout out to him. But because um, <laughs> <laughs> we talk all the time. He lives out here in L.A. And he had to have the best luck with, with women. And um, he's younger. He's like mid-20s, right? So he's mm-hmm. not a, he's not, he's not, a, which is so funny to me when people in their 20s really panic about the dating scene because I'm like, you don't even get to know yourself until after 30, but okay. Um, so he was panicking or whatever. And he's, he probably wouldn't use the word panicking. I probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> but he was, he, yeah, a little, he was frustrated with the dating scene. And um, one of the things he told me he did on his date was he talked to this girl for like a day, met a girl, and uh, met a girl. A couple of days later, they go on a date. Mind you, they just met a couple of days before, so he don't really know her, right? He shows up to the date with flowers. And he was frustrated because he was like, "I do all the, I, we flowers, we had a nice day, I did all." Basically, he did all the things, mm-hmm. and you know, and it didn't work. It didn't translate into. He was watching ladies sing them. blues and shit. <laughs> <Billy D. Williams. laughs> it didn't translate into further dating, right? Or at least a long term situation, but. I told him, I said, you have to understand. He was, he was upset because it's like, why, why can't women just be genuine? I said, but the thing is, you didn't come off as genuine. You wasn't genuine, right? And he right. didn't understand that. He was like, no, it's, it's just flowers. It's just flowers. It's just, it's, it, I don't care. It's just $10 flowers. I said, it's not about the flowers. It's not about the flowers specifically. It's about the fact that you don't even know this girl. You don't know what she like. You don't know what she don't like. You got off on the wrong foot by you not come being off yourself. As, when you come, exactly. When you come up to me, flowers for, it's different if it's a girl you've been talking to for a minute and you mm-hmm. really, and you are genuinely interested in her because you've genuinely gotten to know her mm-hmm. and you're bringing flowers to let her know that you're genuinely interested in her because you know her. If you don't know me, it just comes off like some shit you're trying to do to get to fuck. That's what it looks like. Right. If it's a girl you work with and you, you've been around a few times, she's in your circle of friends, flowers on the first day sounds good because you know her. She knows you know her. And she feels like, oh, he must genuinely really like me. I don't get if you if it's the first day and we only met a day before that, I'm not going to feel impressed. It feels like you followed the list and you just did what you thought was going to get you some pussy points. And it doesn't work. No, and so you, you for six motherfucking years. I ain't buying no motherfucking flowers. <laughs> Most women don't like flowers, homie. I don't. I personally don't like flowers. There are women who love flowers. There are mm. most of my, most of my friends like flowers. I remember one time a guy came over. Now this guy he was bringing flowers because this guy knew him since high school, right. and he uh, moved to the Bay Area, which people don't understand. That's like moving to a different state. Um, yeah, it really is. <laughs> <laughs> people are like, people are like, you don't just drive to Oakland. I said, I've been to Oakland literally once like in my entire life. What the fuck? I've literally been to the Bay once or well, twice in my life. And one of those times was on a cruise. So I wasn't even like exploring <laughs> the city, you know? Right. Um, but, you know, the, um, the guy was, you know, had, apparently he had revealed he had a crush on me since high school, which I shocked the fuck out of me because I was a loser in high school. Um, and he was like, yeah, you know, I'm really interested. And he flew down to take me on this date. I was, which I thought, now that's impressive. This nigga flew down to he take flew me to LA. Yeah, that's impressive. Because uh, it showed me he was serious. But again, I've known him since high school. We were actually friends in high school. So it wasn't like I was a guy that I didn't pay attention to. It was literally a guy we were actually friends with. We were friends right, in right, high right. school. And so he, um, he flies down. He brings flowers on the date. 
And as I'm going to tell you about this whole day, if I haven't shared this on this podcast before, um, but he was trying to do the list and he okay. showed up with, he showed up with flowers. Okay. I wasn't too, I wasn't upset with the flowers. It's just not my thing. But my roommate, cause she's the one who answered the door. She's like, Oh my God, he's handsome. And he brought flowers. Oh my God. She's just melting over this nigga. Right. right. And I'm just like, okay, girl, I guess they're flowers. Like it's not a big fucking deal, <laughs> you know? Then the day I'm thinking is going to be a cool date because, you know, like I said, we we're friends in high school. The dude was kind of um, you could tell he was trying to follow something he read. In fact, he actually told me. In fact, I think he read The Art of Mackin, to be honest. Oh, fuck no. Yeah, I think that's because he because he got upset when I told him I wasn't looking for a relationship. He was like, oh, that just means blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, you read that somewhere, nigga. Yeah, no, he read that. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it was he told me the art of Mackin. Um, and I was pretty already familiar with Tariq Nishida because my brother had, you know, told me about him. And I seen him on TV. So I knew who he mm-hmm. was. Oh, so this was a long um, time ago. This is when he was going on Conan O'Brien. and all Yeah, that. this is pre um, what's that shit? Um, Hidden Colors. This is like. Oh, oh colors. yeah. This is a while ago. <laughs> um. Or maybe the first hidden codes come out and I didn't know about it. I don't fucking know. But anyway, um, so we he picks me up. He does he does all this, he does all the things. We get out to the car. He has to open my door. I tell him the curb is really high. You might as well pull up and pull up near the driveway so I can open the door and get in. And he's like, No, I have to open the door. Oh, he's tripping. Listen, this he was the really whole day. was going down the list. I, I listen, listen. I'm telling you. So he pulls up to the driveway, right? Because he realizes it's not going to work. Because he literally scratched the bottom of his door trying to <laughs> trying to prove me wrong. Um. So he pulls up and he like locks an the that. door so I couldn't open it. What? He hops out to open my door. I swear to fucking god, bro. You got to chill, fam. It was way too much. So I'm like, okay, nigga. So we get in the thing. And again, I'm I'm going along with this still because, you know, like I said, we were friendly. He's a cool person. Um, at least I thought so. And then we uh, go on the date. We get to the location. Uh, again, I can't get out the car until he, he wants me to wait until he opens the door. So I let him open the door. Sometimes you got to just let niggas have shit, you know? So I'm like, okay, maybe he's just nervous. I'll let him have his shit, you know? Um, so he opens the door. I, I get out. We go, walk to the restaurant walked to the restaurant where we're where we're going he starts pushing me because we have to park on the street so he pushes me pushes me mm. every time i'm walking because i'm standing on the street side he has yeah, to make sure i'm on the other side nigga we about to jaywalk across this fucking street what difference does that fucking make <laughs> it really doesn't make a difference yeah, on top of that and also i think that whole rule about women being on the side not being on the street side people don't know where a lot of these traditions come from so they just follow them we don't necessarily need to do that anymore um, because we don't throw garbage in the middle of the street, you know? Right, right, right. Um, but either way, like, they'll try to say, oh, a car might jump the curb. Nigga, you are not Superman. You are not made of steel. <laughs> You're both like, dying if a car jumps the curb, bro. And how often am I, I walking down the street? And I have been walking on the street by myself since I was about, what, nine years old? Right, right, right. I'm pretty sure I can get out of the way if I do see a car. That doesn't happen very often where a car jumps the curb. Like, that doesn't what's happen. The odds, what's the odds of that happening? <laughs> right and what's the odds of you being able to protect me if it does happen that's right? just some so, final destination shit if it does happen it's some it's, it's fucking dumb so <laughs> we get to the restaurant and now mind you I, now I I should probably add this part I don't know all the etiquette rules and shit ironically considering I went to uh, I was in charm school Christian charm school for girls when I was younger when I was in high school but um, I still didn't remember none of that shit because that shit was useless to me so and I also wasn't raised 
you know, knowing all the gender role rules and shit just wasn't. So I didn't know all the rules. This motherfucker got mad at me because I took off my own jacket and pulled out my own chair. I didn't even fucking think about it. It wasn't something I thought about because who cares? It's a chair. I don't have a a big, I don't have a big ass dress on you where I need help. So I, I was wearing jeans, so I don't see the problem. Yeah. He was just like, but "How come you didn't catch on the clues when you kept on trying to go check at, on the down this checklist and you kept getting rejected down the checklist? Why didn't you just be yourself after a while?" Because he got because he felt like it's the list. And it's this like list somebody doing guaranteed. a dance step and the footsteps are on the ground to show you which foot to put where you were doing the dance. Right. And like, so, um, but like the fact that you got upset that I first of all I did not <laughs> know what he was supposed to quote unquote supposed to help me with my coat. Right. I see that on TV. I just assume. Yeah. But the thing about TV is people don't understand those aren't real life rules. Those are stage rules because they need uh, the actor to do something. So they need them to take their coat or something or they sit. Notice how they sit in yeah, because restaurants. You can't just stand still in a show. You got to be right. Be and so they something. so they have stuff. So those, some of those things are steps for the show. So like when you ever see shows, I always think this is dumb. Where there's a room full of people and then somebody comes into that room wanting to speak to somebody in that room and they ask everybody else to leave as opposed yeah, yeah, to just yeah. telling the person to walk in. It's not because that's a real life thing we should be doing. It's because they need that room for that scene. Right. So they so they make it so the characters have this dialogue so the other characters can leave. It's a purpose in that. People are trying to follow TV rules like they're real life. You don't need to take my coat. I'm fine. It's not a big coat. It was I could see if I had a big coat and it was a little trouble to get off. We live in fucking L.A. We're not wearing big coats. <laughs> When are you ever going to wear a big coat in L.A.? Right. We're not wearing pea coats and <laughs> and fur coats and shit. That's not what we do here because we don't need it. It's not that cold. So it wasn't I could even understand it if I had on a big coat and I might need some help. I even get that. It was literally a fucking jacket, like a regular jacket. Yeah. So he was upset. And then the whole date was pretty much that. Like and then him getting annoyed that I didn't know the rules and didn't follow along with him, you know, because I thought they were dumb in the first place. Right, right, right. And, and well, say not just dumb; they were impractical. Because some things I can get, I can go with. You want to open my door? Fine. Guys feel like they're doing something when they open your door. Fine, cool. And they were taught to. In general, I think men are just taught to do that. Um, I my baby brother does it. You know, I tell him to do it when I'm carrying stuff, or at least or help me carry something. Because I have to tell you, sixteen. He don't know no fucking better. So right. I'm like, look, if you see somebody carrying something that looks heavy and you're stronger than they are, you help them. I said, if I see my niece who's six years old carrying something, I see she's struggling with, I'm going to help her. So that's what I tell them. I don't tell them it's a gender thing. I say, you help people because you see they need help. Right. Um, or if you see somebody carrying something that's clearly very heavy and you're stronger than they are, help them, period. It doesn't hurt. Um, you don't have to do it because it's a girl you like. Just do it because you're a courteous person. Yeah, do it because you're a nice person. Just being right. courteous. It's not just dating. You don't have to just follow these rules that are arbitrary. So, you know? so, th- so now <clears throat> pushing that along, see that people are talking about when they go on a date with their boyfriend and they have their <laughs> friends there that the guy should pay for everybody's food. And yeah, I always thought that. that to be hilarious because I've never heard that until I saw it online. I've never heard that before in my life. Now, this is the hilarious thing about it. And you know me, I'm kind of crazy. So I'll just say crazy shit. I told somebody, I said, well, if I'm paying for your food and they food, that means I'm fucking all y'all. That's horrible. Can't I know it was a horrible thing to say. <laughs> a horrible thing to say. This is how you're going to get us canceled. This is like Yeah. Shit. Well, I mean, this is what you guys want from me. So this is what you get. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Our fault. But it, Go wasn't, ahead. But, it wasn't, but it wasn't just that, though. It wasn't just that. It was no, also, I got the point, though. I got the yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just saying crazy shit because I, I just be doing stuff. But <clears throat> it was also the point of, one, why are your friends there when we going out? 
I think that I think the scenarios I've seen, I don't know what the new latest one is. And I know there's a new scenario on Twitter. I haven't seen it. I asked about it. Nobody told me. So I let it go. But um, the previous scenarios I've seen, it was situations where a girl invited her boyfriend out because her, her and her homegirls were out at lunch. And maybe he was in the area or maybe she wanted him. She wanted her friends to meet him. Because, okay. you know, because some, some, I know I definitely like my friends to meet the guys I'm dating because you know, I ain't got no sense. So, yeah, why not? <laughs> so it's good to have some extra feedback. Right. But I think that's more so the scenario. But I don't think it's like, oh, we're going on a date and then we're I'm inviting my homegirls. So if okay. these are if these are your friends and you've never met this guy, why the fuck would he pay for their food? Right. This is this is my thing about stuff like that. I think again, people are following old school rules that don't fit new shit. When I watch a um like a lot of old documentaries or I read about old, you know, yeah, I like, no, I like a lot of old shit. Right. Um, it wasn't uncommon for men to pay for, in fact, if it says if it was one woman and a group of guys, a woman would never pay. That's just not part of the etiquette. Right. Um, and it's like, I'm talking about like 1950s, 1960s type yeah. shit. Yeah. But this when, was also, when, a, t- when, when, a, when a, a dinner was $5. Right. Exactly. And also women didn't work as much and definitely got paid way less. You know, yeah, they didn't um, work at they, all, barely. Yeah, if they well, if they did work, they weren't getting paid really nearly as much as the men were. No, no. So, so generally, men took over that responsibility. We live in 2022. That ain't the case no more. Mm-hmm. You know, at least not that gap, especially not between black people. I think men, w- black men, maybe like make like one cent more than us, maybe yeah, two barely, cents more than us. And most of them is locked up in prison, any damn way, dead. So, anyways, <laughs> but I, don't, I hate hearing. Well, that the thing is, a lot of times those are because men tend to just get in jobs that women, women's jobs, w- jobs that women where women are the majority tend to get paid less, right? So, education, social services, those are mostly women. They get paid less. Men go into careers that tend to pay more construction trade exactly like, yeah. um or just other jobs that aren't those particular <laughs> jobs right, right um or they yeah so they tend to make more money but very little <clears throat> with black people the gap that's is the not context that, wide. that that's the context that you'll never get in these conversations where people are crying oh, about no. who make the most money and all that kind of shit well and i know this for a fact because i work with kids and i try to get them into trades and not just boys either you know what i'm saying but girls too and I'll tell them straight up, electrician is going to make more than a welder. OK, well, journeyman welder is going to make forty five dollars an hour. Nobody is telling you that you can't do this because you're a woman. But societal norms have created this thing where women are supposed to do construction. OK, so it's not the simple fact that women make less. It's the type of jobs that women are applying for, for the most right. part. And like a lot said, of times, services. yeah, and a lot, and to be fair, a lot of it is based off of what you're kind of tracked into very early on. Absolutely, and that's, yeah. and that's not just gender. That's very much every racial study points this that's, out as that's well. Society, yeah. Um, but at any rate, the context was very different then than it is now. Um, the other thing is, I think people are now. Keep in mind, this is just my thing. I think, and this goes back to my other point about Kurt being courteous. I think people are fucking up thinking that a nice gesture is supposed to be a requirement. It's a nice gesture. I remember one time I wanted um, the guy I'm seeing to meet my cousin. Well, my cousin wanted to meet him, really, because <laughs> she's my cousin. And she's like, my, you know, she's my, um, what's the word you're looking for? Like, you, you never have that one person that's just always in your corner. Like, they know you ain't got no sense, so they're going to make yeah. sure you're straight. That's yeah. her, right? Um, but she, but she, I, but she generally had a good favorable opinion of him from based off of what I told her. So, so one day he, so I'm in the car with her. He calls me and I had it on the car, car speaker. Cause I was driving and he's, uh, I said, Oh, uh, I'm in the car with my cousin and my cousin. Cause she's loud and ghetto. Uh, 
who's that? Who are you? What you do? Oh, you Roger? You know, that kind of thing, right? And so she's doing that whole thing. So she, my cousin being my cousin, she convinces him to take some time on <laughs> and meet us for lunch, right? Right. All the way in Redondo Beach. So he does. Damn. I don't know yeah. how she gets him to do it, but she, <clears throat> she's, she's that girl that can get people to do whatever she wants. She's a spoiled brat growing up, so she just yeah. kind of has that ability. I don't know how she does it, but it's like magic. She knows how to get what she wants. She knows how to get what she wants. Like, they go tell her no, but at the end of that conversation, it's a yes. And that's pretty much kind of what happened here, right? Right. Um, again, it was like magic. So I was like, how the fuck did you do that? I got to how to do this. Um, he shows up to the restaurant. We had already eaten most... I think we had already ordered and started eating. He shows up finally. All he gets is literally some chopped fruit. That was it. The bill comes... My cousin was actually going to pay for everybody because she was like, oh, I invited him. I want to pay for everybody. She told me this before he showed up. Well, he didn't know that. He didn't even ask. The check came. He took it, paid, and that was it. He paid for everybody. And all he had was some little chopped fruit. That was just a nice gesture. It wasn't a requirement. My cousin didn't have in her head, well, I'm expecting him to pay. I'm going to test this guy to see if that was not in her head. Her plan was to pay for everybody. You get what I'm saying? My plan was pay for me. <laughs> that was right. my plan. Her plan was pay for everybody. Well, he came in and did a nice thing. It wasn't like it was a it wasn't like an expensive restaurant either, but it was a nice, a nice little spot in Redondo. But he did it out of kindness and just a just a nice gesture. It wasn't a requirement. Does that make sense? I, I yeah. think people forget what genuine courteousness is. Well, they no, 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 no. These, but, but these are these are the type of people that it's uh, <laughs> it's giving scammer. Okay. These people are always, <laughs> it's giving scammer and these people are always trying to scam their way to something and it's funny because someone made a point they said most of the time if you're always being asked to pay for something when you're out with a chick you're you're a low-key trick and you don't know it that's you true and i and that's how i looked at it because i have never in my life been asked to pay for dinner for outs other than the person i came with because I've I'm, never <clears throat> even heard of that till Twitter, honestly. I have never heard of that before in my life. You know, the thing about it is, if this is someone that after years upon years, and this is like family, maybe, but I made a point and people got mad at me because I said, you know, the funny thing about it is, one thing about knowing about women, and I know this because I have sisters and a daughter and a mama, all y'all got a friend that's always broke. Oh, yeah. And this broke ass girl is always the one that's always talking about who paying for what and ain't going to do this, that and the third. OK, and we know that y'all got these broke ass friends because we hear y'all talk about them and y'all be like, is Cindy coming? I don't know, girl. You know, she her, her money always funny. There's always something. You know what I'm saying? I know this because I've heard it before. So it's funny to me how these same people expect men to pay for the food of the broke ass friend that you don't even want to pay for. <laughs> That's the hilarious thing. But I do the majority of women actually think this, or is this just like a Twitter thing? Because I swear to God, I've never heard of this. No, it's got to be an online. Unless it was like real, some huh? real old, like I said, some old 1950s shit. But even know, if was, it was, man, you know, there comes a point in time where it's like, first things first, if I'm going out somewhere with my chick, your friends ain't there. If it's a situation where, and I've been in these situations, like if I'm if I'm gone somewhere and a girl comes and say, hey, I'm over at such and such, and my mom and dad is here, they want to meet you. We'll go over. I'll go over there, and the parents will pay for all the food. You know what I'm saying? They'll pay for everything. You know, but yeah. that's, that's a parent. You yeah, know what I'm that's what like, parents if, tend to do. That like I, I, if ever I've been invited out and it's someone's parents, they'll usually pay. Yeah, if I look, I'm 40 years old. If my dad came by my house and came and got me, so oh yeah, we're going fishing today. 
And I went with him and he's like, oh, let's stop by McDonald's. And he said, you want something? I'll be like, yeah, let me get the fish filet. I'm not paying for it. Right. I know that's your for dad. a fact. It's my dad. He's not going to make me pay for it. But we're I go to Vegas. Well, I never pay for shit. Because my mom knows. I, one, I, she wants me to drive. So right, <laughs> right. she gets out there. <laughs> so I don't have to pay for the room. I don't. Well, she don't either, really, because it's free. Because she got gambled too damn much. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but she be winning. That's the crazy part. She really be winning. Right, um, right, right. But yeah, so, you know, but it's my mom. So if I call my mom, I rarely have to pay for anything. Yeah, and yeah, I'm well over 30, it's, it's, you know. Yeah. So um, it, 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 it's, a, it's a certain thing where you can tell that the people that are saying it and the way they say it, they really don't articulate themselves very well to, to explain why this is a thing. It's always something sassy. And that's when I always know that they ain't got no dude. It's a okay. fantasy thing. So yeah. this is because listen to people, people who are in real relationships, they talk differently oh, than yeah, people who yeah, are in yeah. superficial or not in a relationship. Or not in a relationship right? at all. Yeah. Um, they don't talk like that. Like no. you understand as a give and take with everything, right? Um, there's these absolutes in a lot of these conversations. Oh, he got to be doing this. And he got to be doing that. I mean, and what's funny is a lot of these people don't actually follow that. That's why I also say, not everybody being healthy shit. So mm-hmm. they think, I think, okay, I'll say this. There are two things that I think are highly superficial that people seem to consider high standard because they'll say it. I got high standards. And there's two of these things, looks and money. Yep. To me, they're highly superficial and I don't think they're high standards at all. I think look, they're man, very low standards. You can be with a man that look real good and got a whole bunch of money and be whooping your ass. And that's my point. That's exactly yeah. what and I'm I saying. I know that for a fact. So the money to me is a low standard. That's yeah. very low. That's extremely low. Looks very low standard, right? It's just how I look at it. Because in my opinion, that doesn't mean you don't want somebody who's financially secure. That doesn't mean you don't want somebody who's physically attractive to you. But when that's, you could those are, I would say, low to mid-level, I'll say low standards, really. Because they're standards. They're, they're very much, you know, yeah, things that are- If your standards have to do with money, you have low standards. Very low. Because it doesn't, because it doesn't take- It doesn't equate to anything. It doesn't equate to anything. Other than the money. Yeah, and you don't know if they're going to use. First of all, you don't know if they're going to use that money to spend on you or not. Well, I was just going to say that there's a there's there's a control part of it, too, because a lot exactly. of people, men and women, a lot of people, men and women, when they make good money, when they do really well, you know, they have a tendency to like things to be a certain kind of way. So if you ain't going to be doing fall in they, line, yep. yeah, if you ain't falling in line, they ain't putting up with your And that's spirit. not a, and to me, that's not even a healthy relationship because no. you don't, because this is the thing about people like that, because they know they have so many options. I think they run through them. Oh yeah. Without a and doubt. so, and so, and if you don't fall in line with what I want, then it says this isn't going to work. Yeah. And that's not, and to me, they're not, they don't know how to compromise. Not gonna learn. I'm not saying people with money don't, don't do this. Don't know how to compromise. I'm not saying that necessarily. What I'm saying is these are attitudes you are also going to run up against if you're chasing money. So if right. you're chasing money, you're not looking for other things. I promise you. How much of this person's trauma have they been healing from? Because that's going to be the biggest indicator of what happens yep. in your relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, their daddy left them, their mama abused them. Now what? What what Vito, what do I always say about money? Money is like alcohol. However you was before you got it, you're gonna be like that a hundred times more when you get it. Pretty much. Because when you you're know? drunk, if you was mad before you got drunk, you're gonna you you be hyper the first mad. in the club. I'll whoop everybody ass in here. <laughs> <laughs> if you a happy drunk, you one of them people that don't get shit done. And one right, of her, oh, I'm that, I'm that right. motherfucker. Oh, right. I love you so much. Oh my god, I'm so glad you're my friend. I'm that motherfucker. But that's right, why I don't get drunk right. no more because I be made friends with everybody. Um, but yeah, exactly. It's like people don't understand what they're chasing. You know, this person has not healed from their shit. 
Well, you know, one of the problems is when we talk about healing also, um, a lot of people, I don't really think they know how to heal for the simple fact that there's they don't know they need to heal half the time. They don't even know it. And, and the thing about it is, is like a lot of these people take to social media. There was a girl. I saw a video on TikTok where this girl was crying because some dude didn't want to go out with her no more. But she slipped past the this whole thing where she had a stalking order against her. But she's literally on TikTok with her eyes watering crocodile tears about how this dude don't want to be with her. I'm like, uh, you, the law told you you even can't be with him. The law got involved. Uh, that's people, are, straight. people are saying, oh, dude's always doing this and lead women on and blah, blah, blah. And, and this is the thing. We have to get to the point to where we want to start living in real life. OK, because when you talk about social media and you talk about because uh, they did a poll. I forgot where I saw it. I should have I should have screenshot it. But they did a poll and they asked people how they meet people. And they did it by year, by decade. It was like the 90s. It was face-to-face, early 2000s, face-to-face. When we got to about 2010, it was way up online, 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 online. And what people don't understand is that when you're meeting people online, it's almost like when you only text somebody. You know what I'm saying? When you're only texting somebody, you're not getting the emotional um, uh, feelings from people or, or when you're not FaceTiming or calling someone. When you're online just tweeting all day long, you say whatever the fuck. And you know, also, but even if you're using dating apps, when I notice with dating apps, people don't talk. They don't want to talk. They want to go out with you that day, you know, or the next day. Not, yeah. saying that, not saying that's a bad thing or doesn't work, but you don't get the same situation when you talk to someone for a while uh-uh. before you go out. And I love that. I love to talk. I, I mean, clearly, I do this shit, but, um, but I love to talk to someone, get to know them, let them get to know me. Let's see how we vibe. I don't want to waste my time or my gas or my makeup or some shit I'm not for a guy that we don't have anything in common. We just like the fact that I had big titties and a pretty smile. You know what I mean? Like right. that should be, that shouldn't be the only thing. Cause you know, that's the thing. Niggas don't read profiles. They you literally know. just look at pictures and then they show up on the I date. read profiles. You Fair do, God. but I you be having profiles. weirdos. They're weirdos yeah, in Portland. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm seeing but now. <laughs> I, put it, I put in my profile. I, I know niggas don't read them because I literally put specific things in my profile and they'll say, oh, I didn't know that about you. Literally in the profile. Like yeah. I said, I, like I said, I'm not religious. I don't do anything religious. I don't nothing at all. I'm not close to affiliate with anything religious. Nigga gonna be surprised. I think I even put that I was agnostic or something. And he he was surprised as fuck. He's like, you don't go to church, nigga. Man, I made fuck of you read. <laughs> I was like, you didn't read shit. But that happened a lot. They was like, oh, do you smoke, nigga? First thing in my thing, I said, let's smoke some weed and listen to this Nipsey Hustle. What are you talking about? Right. Yeah. They don't listen, but or they don't read the profiles. They just go to the they look at the picture and they show up and then they want to know why things don't work out because we didn't get the chance to really talk. And then a lot of times right. these dates aren't like real dates. They're like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it's like a getting to know you. Or is, or, it's are not you even that. Or? It's not even. I wish it was more of that, honestly. Yeah. But sometimes they're like, let's 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 go to this thing where we're not going to really get to talk much. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're not going to a concert, bro. Right. Or like a club or like some you know hip-hop night at the some shit i went to once <laughs> right <laughs> and we it's like i couldn't hear him we had to step outside to talk and and eventually i didn't like talk. i, talk, I like talking to him 
less than I like the music. Like I'd rather just be inside listening to music because you're right. not that interesting to talk to. But I could have found that out over the phone. But you didn't want to talk on the phone. But a lot of these people, they have bad personalities and that's why they do really well with social media and these dating apps because they know mm. they have horrible personalities and they don't really know how to talk to people. They don't know how to connect with people. And I've been on dates with women like that. You know what I'm saying? I've been on that's dates with women where they don't really have shit to talk about. And I'll be like, wait a minute. Outside of you showing me these videos from TikTok, oh, this is funny. Look at this. What are you doing? How are you funny? Because you're trying to show me somebody else's jokes. So I know, you know, I'm not trying to be That's arrogant, facts. Or nothing, but I know I'm funny. You know what I'm saying? Because I, 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 like I told somebody, <laughs> I said if I went on a, <laughs> if I went on a date and it was my girl and her friends, and they start thinking that I was going to pay, the first thing I would ask is, "Where's your nigga at? And yeah, exactly. why are you broke?" Also, since we all got smartphones, how about, man, we just get on Indeed and get you a job real quick. So these people, they, 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 they really don't know how to have conversations outside of uh, the conversations that exist of what they do all day, which is be on social media. So when you're talking to them about, you know, what you're in, interested in, like I said, you know, I know how to keep a, a, um, a party going. You know what I mean? Like I do this even at work. Like I work with majority women at my job and most of them are teachers. You know what I'm saying? Most of them are admin, vice principals. Like we have a new vice principal. And she's new. You know what I mean? So you could tell that people be kind of like down on her and shit because they think she don't know what she's doing. So I went and bought her some tacos yesterday. And I said, I went, I brought her the tacos. And I was like, when you have these tacos, you're going to be wondering what the hell you've been doing with the rest of your life. You know, she comes, oh, you don't have to buy me tacos. I was like, no, no, no. Just I'm, this ain't got nothing to do. This ain't nothing personal. Take these tacos. And when you eat them, you're going to go home and wonder what you've done your whole life. And she sent me an email. She was like, damn, you're right. What's the address to that place? See, so you got to be able to have conversations with people and, you know, just keep things going, keep things light. And but notice something. Yourself. But notice something, Kenny. You, and this, this goes back to something you said earlier about the DMs. You just know how to have a conversation. Yeah, because I'm not trying to talk to her like that at all. Right. <laughs> and that's, But that's my point. You don't reserve these good conversations solely for the women that you're attracted to. Oh, you no. don't have a list of things to talk about with women that mm-hmm. you're attracted to. You just talk mm-hmm. to people. Like you said, and that's the thing. You actually have a fully developed personality yeah. as opposed. And there, if you listen to a lot of guys, especially a lot of younger guys, they tend to have a way that they interact with girls that they're attracted to in a way that they interact with everybody else. Yes. And it's because yes. they don't have a full personality. So when it's time to talk to the girl that they're attracted to, they're putting on this, this facade not yes. who they really are. Yes. So they don't know how to interact. The person that you are with that lady, you also like, I'm sure, with the girls you date. Oh, you're yeah. Very, and well, you know, the thing about it is people are scared of their flaws. You know what I'm saying? So when these young dudes be talking to women about going out on dates and stuff and they start asking, do you smoke and you want to go get Chick-fil-A? Like, that's a stupid, first of all, it's a stupid conversation to have with anybody. You know what I'm saying? Because even if I do smoke weed, that don't mean I want to smoke with your black ass. You know what I'm saying? So well, that's end, not even how you open a conversation. But what I thought was funny was, and you know, when the girl that told me about it in real life, and I heard uh, a woman, I seen a woman say it on social media, and we started this the conversation started going a little bit deeper because then we started talking about career-based stuff. And I told her, I said, you know, it's funny. Um, and if you'd like to smoke weed or drink or whatever, that's fine. You can do whatever you want to do. But if you're a person that's trying to still access resources and you know you ain't going to be able to get these things smoking, smoking weed, it'd probably be a good idea if you chill until you get what you need to get until you could do better. And we started talking about the time. And she said that she was in warehouse management and there's people because they don't drug test that people will come in just reeking, smelling like weed, trying to get a job. And I told her, I said, well, I have the same thing, but it's a lot of young dudes 
ages 25 to 30 where I'll either get them a job and they just quit, you know what I'm saying, because they want to smoke or they can't pass a UA and they're not going to do anything to be able to pass a UA or stop doing what they're doing. And these are good jobs. Like I got I try to help kids get a job to be the mailman. Mailman, it just ain't like back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Mailman make good money, got benefits and everything, but you're not willing to stop smoking weed to get the job. I'm definitely not. That's why I don't apply for jobs. That's they why you don't apply tests. for those. Exactly. <laughs> but I also but you're not, have... You're not in a position to need those type of resources, though. Absolutely not. And also, yeah. those... The fields that I work in, everybody smokes. You know, exactly. so it's... it's right. So you... So the thing is, if this isn't something for you or you don't want to do, <clears throat> then don't do that. But if you desperately need a job and you don't have a lot of skills, that's the other thing. I have a lot of skills. I've been working since I was 15. And I've been working certain types of jobs since I was 15. So I know how to conduct myself in an office. I know how to conduct myself um, out in the community. So I've done the same type of, generally, the same type of work since I was about 15 years old. Right. So I have certain skills. If you don't have that and you have very few options, you probably should stop smoking weed so you can get what you need. Exactly. You know, and then exactly. develop those skills and then get into upper management where they don't test because they don't test they most don't of these test. managers exactly. for shit. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So, or go into a field and start from the bottom because it's, it's going to be a, it's, if you don't have the skills, go into a You're field like. You're going to be at the bottom and, and, that, and that opened the Go in the media. If you, <coughs> right. Well, that opened They the don't drug test. They wouldn't be able to do shit in media if they drug right. tested. No, fuck no. And then, and then in some cases, shit, you might, like I, what happened with me, I had to stop smoking weed when I need because I was in a desperate situation. I needed to get a job, and uh, I was trying. This is when I first got my commercial license, and I started driving buses. After a while, I was like, "Well, shit, I don't need it." You know what I'm saying? Right, like, I right. stopped smoking altogether and haven't smoked since, just because it was just like, "Well, shit, if I could stop it now just to do this, what the fuck do I even need to continue doing it for?" That's you know a good point saying? too. Just, but if you but if you're in a position to where you need help, and you know, this is what happens with a lot of right. these young dudes is that they always. Hey, just I don't want to sound like an old motherfucker, but you are. Old I know, I know, bro. I know, bro. I but y'all are both old motherfuckers, so you have to just get exactly. <laughs> we at that age where like anything we say, <laughs> we gotta, <laughs> it's gonna be perceived. I'll be like, I'll be talking like, shit. I'll be in my head. I'll be like, ooh, that girl's skirt is way too short. But when I was yeah. in college, <laughs> it was a mini skirt central, you know? Right. I'm trying not to sound like an old motherfucker, man. But the thing about it is, a lot of these dudes always got excuses and what they don't realize is that man they don't understand it because they they young but what they're gonna realize real soon is that don't nobody give a fuck about your excuses so not even you, a little bit not even I, at and all i give this example i had a young dude i got him a job yeah. at this construction site they didn't ua nothing like that and he just always he bothered he bugged the fuck out of me for this job he was there maybe three months and then just ghosted the job and they called me they're like yo where is so-and-so at i'm like he should be at work. What do you mean? Oh, we ain't seen him in a couple of weeks. I'm like, what? So when I contacted him, he gave me so much drag. And I was just like, where the fuck is this coming from? So when I see this stuff, when it, even when it comes to the way dudes approach women when they want to date them, asking, do you want to smoke and get Chick-fil-A and this type of shit? Like I said, smoking weed has become a personality trait for a lot of these dudes. But they're not willing to deal with the consequences of what comes along with that. Now, if you could deal with that, then cool. You know what I'm saying? You could deal with the fact that there's going to be jobs you're not going to be able to get. There's going to be people that ain't going to want to be around you. 
And you know, so but how told, do you open up with planning the date versus having a conversation? I'm still lost on that part because then you find out <laughs> if the person smokes, then you find out if they even like chicken, you know, right. like, well, it, it, it said you might find smokers that don't like meat at all. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's, that's, that's like that's 80% of, thing, yeah. of my friends. They're all vegan and yeah. vegetarian and they smoke a lot of weed, you know, right. <laughs> but, but even as a, as a young dude, if you want to try to get at a chick, when I used to smoke weed, I don't remember too many women that did smoke weed that I was trying to talk to. So I didn't even do it around them. You know what I'm saying? That was something I did with my homies or I did by myself. I wasn't just smoking in a woman in a woman's face and blowing in her well, face. I, like. and, and see, that's the difference between like me and your age group and like a lot of the younger generation is that um, you can't damn near lead with weed. A yeah. lot of times it's because so many people smoke now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like with porn. Like so many people watch and consume porn nowadays, like it's not even a surprise no more to just hear even like women openly discussing that shit. Like they yeah. know who the people are. <laughs> you know, the name. I don't know who these people are. We can't. We've had these conversations oh, before. Yeah, well, like, it's funny to me. Who is that? Like you know, <laughs> but you know, but you know what's interesting even about that because. Even if you don't watch porn, if you just get on Twitter or Facebook, people mm-hmm. are naming these people. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, right. before, in fact, before yeah. there was Facebook or Twitter, um, I used to be on, like I said, I would be on the hip hop message boards. They had to make a completely separate room just for niggas to talk about porn stars and post links right. and yeah. shit, right? Because mm-hmm. they was flooding into the other groups, and that's how I learned who was Pinky and um, right, yeah, that one girl that killed herself. Uh, Damn, somebody killed herself, Vita. Vita, mm-hmm. v- Vita Guerra, Guerrera, something like that. <laughs> there was a few of them. Porn uh, star wow. people named Jessica Rabbit. Like, people just named all kinds of people. So, I just mm-hmm. learned about it through that. But even still, like, the getting to the weed thing, I j- I'm still lost on how you don't have a conversation. I have no problem talking about weed. I live in L.A. People smoke. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I live in Oregon. Right. Everybody, everybody smokes. Yeah, as far as the culture. You're on the West so, Coast. So, definitely. So, Exactly. It's part of our culture in the West Coast. Yeah. So, but it's never, it's just such a weird thing still to open up with. Like a conversation with a woman. I, I also remember, and that's how I know I'm getting old, before the decriminalization and before the dispensaries were, you know, as, as nearly as accessible as they are now, hell, before the dispensaries were before only. they existed. Well, yeah. Well, there, I think there may have been some, but they were really hard to get any type of. Um, right. What do you call those things? Not license, but uh, your weed card. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, medical card. It took, like, it was a long process. And then all of a sudden, you could get that shit easy. You could pop up yeah. anywhere. And nigga yeah. be like, oh, I'm a doctor. I'm an anesthesiologist. Yeah. Here, you, you know, I can prescribe. I'm, I'm dead ass. from your damn dentist. Dead serious. Right. My first weed card I got from and some guy in the hood who was an anesthesiologist just signing off. And he was telling me what weed was good for. You know, he was like, <laughs> I was like, uh, I have headaches. You know, <laughs> you have to have a medical right. card. You want to get that chocolate tie stick, see, and get rid of the migraines. See, he wasn't even going that deep. He was just like, you know, you got headaches? Yeah, weed helps with headaches. He's like, you're a woman, too. You probably get those cramps. Cramps also helps with cramps. He's literally trying to sell me the damn weed card. So, <laughs> and he's talking just as fast as how I was talking. That's how he was talking, like really fast. And he was just yeah. telling, going down the list of things that I could possibly have and that the weed would help with. And then they gave me a card. So, even before yeah. that, I remember when people were very hush about weed. You still bought it off the street. And, I'm, know, a, and had, I'm a weed advocate. I believe it should be decriminalized, which it is. And motherfuckers definitely, definitely decriminalized. No, I'm talking about federally decriminalized. Yeah, federal. oh, right. oh, I right. think we all on the same page with that. Yeah. Yeah. But I just, yeah. but I'm just speaking like how the culture changed with that. You know, so right. when I was younger, you still kind of secretly smoked weed. Like the kids when I was growing up, you know, the my my 
cousins and stuff, they would walk to some after Thanksgiving or whatever. They walk off and then they come back. Oh yeah, high yeah. shit. You know, it wasn't open. Now in my family, nigga, we all smoke. My mama, my mama don't really smoke, but um, everybody in my family for the most part, older, younger, come. They show up. My aunties show up with edibles now. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so I, I'm questioning what the hell was y'all doing when y'all was my age, but you know, (laughs) I actually remember some stuff, but, um, yeah, but it was just like, it was such a different thing back then. I think think today in today's culture, and again, I'm not trying to sound like an old motherfucker, but in today's culture, what has happened is it's giving people a license to just be lazy motherfuckers. And, and what I mean by not just lazy in work ethic, but even lazy in the way you approach people, lazy in the way you represent yourself lazy in the way that you um, respect other people and respect yourself and all those kind of things. And it's like, okay, well, there's going to come a point in time where you're going to need that. You know what I'm saying? You're going to need, you don't want to be, because I always believe like this, when you leave out of your house, you representing somebody besides yourself. You know what I'm saying? So there's a certain way you want to be seen, especially when it comes to integrity. And when I talk to a woman, the last thing I'm going to be doing is asking her if she smoked weed. You know what I'm saying? That just also, makes me. Also, is that why like would you want to lead with that? Like, uh, yeah, I was like, why? Why would you lead with that? Like, it's just so weird to me. Like, not even what kind of music you like. Like, that's what we used to talk about. Because I'm more interested in like, what do you? Yeah. What are your other interests? Because I don't think weed is a personality straight straight yeah. trait. I, I literally was just smoking. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> while Mario was like, "Yeah, I stopped smoking," and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> Start putting uh, the blunt out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. So. That is the end of part one. Go to, again, patreon.com forward slash champagne sharks or click the link in the show notes to get part two. Be good.